You are now listening to the Hunter's Advantage Podcast. We preserve the history and sport of hunting through curious conversation and action-packed hunts, as well as offering you tips and strategy for more successful hunts. Welcome back, Hunter's Advantage Podcast, episode number 88, post total archery challenge in beaver's bend oklahoma prime course fully sent done sent done done wrong done right hold on try yours again hello 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 okay that's better hello yeah prime prime course is, is just absolutely fully sent uh how many arrows did you lose jake uh quattro how many did i lose Quattro? Also quattro. Also quattro. Well, I lost four, but I ha- I still have one of the arrows. It's just missing a knock. So, would you call that four and a half? No, because I had one just like that and uh, threw it in the dumpster. So I don't have it with me. So, did you give me? Did you give me my two white arrows back? White. Uh, oh, I see. They are in the bag. Yes. I see. You dirty little cheater. You're talking a little. A little. Is it loud? No. Quiet. Oh, okay. Maybe it's because I can hear myself. Let me turn the mic down. Yes, so we just we just finished up Total Archery Challenge. Jake was late to his uh he was late to his knock time by what? Thirty yeah, minutes? Okay. No. Uh me and uh Christy registered together and uh so therefore you would think if we're in the same group we'd have the same knock time. Well somehow, some way my knock time was at 10, and then Christie's was at 11. So, um, not sure how uh, how that was thought through, but uh, luckily they were, like, super lenient, so uh, they didn't really know what was going on, and uh, we shot at 11. There was a lot of, uh, God, there was a lot of people. There was a lot of people. Uh, they uh, had, I'd say uh, several thousand. Yeah, we, we parked at a marina uh, parking lot. That was like a mile and a half uh, past the, the actual... The registration booth yeah. and stuff like that. And they had a lot of shuttles going back and forth. They did. I don't know what time exactly the Total Archer Challenge started, but it seemed like it... We got there... We got there, what, at about 9.45, and it felt like we were late. We weren't to our knock time, but it felt like we were late. Like, it seemed like it had been bumping for a while. Well, there were there were other people who, like, legit had a knock time at 10, and it was, like, 10.30 there, just now in the registration line, so we didn't feel too bad. No, not at all. There was some cool stuff, though. There was a lot of, a uh, few archery companies, booths set up. I saw Unguided Outdoors was one oh, of the... Really? Unguided Outdoors was out there. That was the, the guess the score. The, they oh, had, they yeah. had a buck set up, and... They were letting people guess the score of it. That was unguided outdoors. I wish this Yahoo would let me pass. I don't know why he's going 40 miles an hour in his single cab F-150. If you're in a red single cab F-150, looks 1990s. like 1991, 92, and uh, you have Arkansas plates, and if you're listening to this, uh, learn how to drive, kid. Speed up, man. Dude, that is the most depressing progressive insurance place I've ever seen. That was an insurance place. <laughs> Out on the highway, <clears throat> in the middle of, over here by Beaver's Bend, but <clears throat> no, it was it was cool when we showed up. There was a lot of stuff going on. 
Um, the registration was actually fairly. It was fairly it quick. Was good. We got through like, it fairly quick. They didn't really have like a computer system. You just basically sign your name on a piece of paper, and they brought you back like uh, a shirt, some fletchings, uh, and then like this little. I don't know if it was like a little booklet thing, but I just shoved that in my bag and went on about my business. But I mean. They must have had a filing system or something back there because that was had to. That was pretty quick. It was it was very quick. I uh, there was down there by the registration booth. There was actually uh, one of the guys that we were waiting by the shuttle told us that um, you could shoot for a car at a caribou, 111 yards, yep. and you got your name into a drawing for the truck. We, so I was telling Jake in the, in the last podcast, you guys literally might have heard it. I thought it was a dollar an arrow. A dollar an arrow. I thought it was a dollar an arrow. And I thought, you know what? That's fairly reasonable, you know, to shoot for a truck. Like, I'll go buy 10 arrows or something. So the guy, we're, when we're sitting at the shuttle, we're talking to him about shooting for the caribou and putting your name in the drawing for the Trophy Ridge truck. And he's like, yeah, it's $15 an arrow. $15 an arrow. And but, he said and he said he bought three. There yeah, was only one person yeah, at that time that had If you think it. about it, though, let's say you shoot five arrows. What's 15 times five? 75. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. So $75 to potentially win a, I'd probably say a $60,000 truck. Yes. I guess depending on how many people, that's that's yeah, pretty decent I'd, odds. I'd, I'd be stoked if I was that only guy that hit the dot. Why is it granted. taking us this way? Oh, no. We're up. I was about to say. Yeah, that didn't look right, did it? Nope, that did not feel right. So, yeah, we got registered pretty quick, and we got... We went around for the shuttle for probably 15 or 20 minutes and then got on and on to the prime course we went. Chad Jones, if you were listening to the podcast, <laughs> I am sorry. I, we uh, tried. We really did. I We got into your NUMA recon group, but we got into a group with Chad Jones and was going to shoot with him, and we got up there, and our course was prime and not Sitka like Chad's. So I don't know. Shame on you, Total Archer Challenge. You need to get your logistics better. It, it's, not as, it's not very easy to get into a group and shoot from what I've seen. Like, they don't put you on the same course. Auto- Just because you're in somebody's group doesn't mean you're in the same course. Or the same knock time. Or the same knock time. So, I didn't like that about it. Yeah. That no. kind of stunk. Which, it ain't perfect. It'll get better. No, but for as young as Total Archer Challenge is and as the few years that it's been going on, it, I was really impressed. So, what did you think of the, uh, of the uh, shots? The 3D <laughs> shots? God, those were tough. So there was 25 total. Uh, I keep wanting to say decoys, but 3D targets. Yes. And uh, I wanted to be more confident. I mean, I walked in pretty confident, and the first one first one was a nice, easy, like, I don't know. 55. I, I, I say easy, but, like, it was... It wasn't bad. If there's not a limb hanging in the way, yeah, it's yeah. considered easy at this course. Yeah. So uh, I say we just go through, like each of the ones we can remember that that or yeah well it started off with um a pheasant i've never yeah. seen a pheasant 3d decoy but luckily the pheasant had like uh like some like hay around it but that hay was also foam yes thank god because so, i did not uh, hit the, i did not hit the pheasant yeah we we kept tally but it it really doesn't it really doesn't show like the true how great we actually shot be, or from my part, it does, but from your part, uh, you want to go in a little bit about that? Well, I got my bow sighted in um, two days ago. Yeah, I think Thursday. 
And I did a fairly quick job of it. I think I probably got it done in 10 or 15 minutes. And I thought I was good. And the first few shots of the day were, were fairly on. I missed one, but I thought, you're going to go straight and then that right, right yeah. there. Uh, Mom and pop store. Yep. I thought were were fairly decent. Um, but clear as the, the day... Yeah, clear to the right. As the day progressed, I realized more and more how off my sight tape was like and, and i think the one i really noticed it on was the elk we had a hundred yard elk that jake jake basically or it was 94 yards 90 jake yes. basically 12 ringed it and i shot my first shot was like six foot low and i had it on 94 yards on my sight tape and i was like huh that's some weird may, yeah some may right. so, so then i i scrolled it down to a hundred and then i shot a hundred and it was like four foot low and both my and when I walked up there, both my arrows were sticking in the dirt, like four or five foot below the target. And I was like, "Man, that's weird." Then we went on to like the fifth or sixth target, which was the sheep mm-hmm. against the uh, against the the lake. And I shot the sheep for like fifty something yards, and shot right under it. And I was like, "What is going on?" That was it, those two in the row. I was it was weird. And then I just realized later on, I realized as we went through the course that my sight tape was nowhere near accurate. I mean, it's very hard to sight your bow in and it be accurate the first time you're shooting it in three months because you're just now getting used to shooting again. It's really not even worth sighting your bow in the first time you shoot it. No, you should shoot it your form's three. different. You know, your anchor yes. points are probably different, all that, all that good stuff. Uh, which one do you think was the hardest? Which shot was the hardest? Because mm-hmm. I, I already got mine picked out. All right, you you, start, you tell yours first. I need to think. I want, I want to hear yours. My hardest one, because I don't want you to just kind of like be like, oh yeah, definitely that one. Which so, one do you remember like the most? There was a there was a sheep uphill. It was like eighty four yards. It was on the lake. Well, we were on the lake bank, and it was eighty four yards uphill. Um, eighty four yards straight uphill, and but when you aimed, there was a limb completely in the way of the sheep and you kind of had to shoot and help your bow arced over you don't realize how much your bow actually arcs at that range like literally i think if you if if someone were to put your like put an arrow right where it was supposed to be on an animal and made the the perfect shot then it would hit the limb yes and I yes, and we actually saw a guy do it before us in the group before us. He oh, shot and, and hammered that yeah. limb, and he was like, and I was, I told him I was, the the shot looked completely online, and when it hit the limb, it just flew off. So I think that was the hardest one, was that eighty four yard shot. There were several hard ones. Yeah, Another one yeah, I thought absolutely. about was that that deer that was down in the bottom that we shot at. That the was one bedded. that was bedded, yeah, yeah, yeah. that because there was you had to aim at grass through and just hope that your air arced over and it does they always do but it was sketchy you didn't think the bear was hard oh is that the one that you're gonna pick yeah okay go ahead then no i I thought the bear was really hard yeah that one was hard now i feel like you're just saying that so i won't feel like a dummy no that was the probably the steepest angle of the day yeah well because i'm not used to shooting like uphill obviously i mean i'm not really used to shooting downhill but when you're in a tree stand you know it's kind of the same same ordeal because you're shooting down on something but uh, yeah, this one was like, I'm not good with my ankles, but it was pretty steep. And then not only was it steep, is if you if you shot high, kiss your arrow goodbye because you're probably not going to find it. But if you shot too low, it, there was like a little hill in between you and the target, and so basically you could only see basically just the vitals. Yeah, pretty much of the and it was a bear, 
and so uh yeah you just had to hope that your arrow lobbed over basically and the lob was right and hit it so i mean that was probably like the most guessing that i did on the whole course but you made a fairly good shot on that one right uh, I, the, the second shot I did, because I shot twice. The first one I hit it, like, in the butt, like the flank. And then the second one, it was, like, like really left front shoulder. Okay, now I remember this now. I uh, I completely whiffed on the first bear, I on the first shot on that bear. I think I shot under it. And then we tried, I tried again, and I think that was one of the better shots I made on the whole course, my second shot. I took a picture with that one and put that one on the Instagram story. Um, that was probably a 10 ring, but that, it was tough because you, you get your bow and you look up, it's probably like, what would you say, 20 or 30 degrees? Which one? The bear. Oh, uh, yeah. When you look up at it. I don't, I'm not, I'm not good with degrees. Okay. It's, it was uh, a very steep look up and yes. i feel like it's it's a lot easier to look down and shoot than it is to look up yeah absolutely because i mean at least for me it felt like my bow was like 10 times heavier when you move it up yeah i feel like your pen tends like my pen at least tends to settle and then it's like a fight for your life to get it up and up and up do you think i mean obviously like if you're doing that type of stuff like super often i would definitely go with a uh, one pin sight like <clears throat> obviously a floater sight yeah but yeah. And it could be this way with a one pin, but I have a three pin, and so I always wanted to, like, settle on the second pin. Oh. Yeah. And I was just like, man, if my second pin was a floater, I would be money. You'd be but hammering them right now? No. I always had to, like, go up and then try to settle and then not settle and then panic and then just punch the trigger. And sometimes it worked out and sometimes it didn't. <laughs> I can tell you four times when it didn't. I can tell you four times for me when it didn't. <laughs> It was a fun. It was a really fun no, course. I, had, I mean, I would, I would highly, highly recommend it because, I mean, about with anything, like uh, you just get kind of worn out towards the end. So like, there was twenty five targets. I, like the first ten to like twelve, I was like, this is a blast. And I was telling Christian, I was like, we should have, you know, next year if there's one close, we need to do all three days. And like, you're in that yep. gung ho attitude because like, man, this is this is amazing. Like this is the most fun I've had in a while. And then you start like you know start walking more and then there's those really big inclines on the hills and all that good stuff and by like target 18 or like 20 you're just like uh let's get through this i thought they kind of like start to take it easy on that last target dude the last target of the day was one of the steepest ones 58 yard across a canyon you have to go down in the bottom and walk back up to shoot it it was it was freaking brutal It, it my legs are ripped yeah, it put a it put a working on you that's for sure i can't speak for the other total archer challenges like the ones in utah and colorado and stuff but beaver's bend is about it's pretty rugged in terms of the up and down yeah. that you got to do on the courses the other courses looked like they were steep too i'm sure there was people who uh busted their butt a couple times for sure. i almost did <laughs> yeah there were several times where i almost did Get i know rocks the couple guys in our group almost i know they did a couple yeah. almost a couple of times it was I'd recommend it I, I think there was a lot of people there was a lot of Texas people at the Total Archer Challenge I, I think there's people from everywhere yes I heard uh, Mississippi was one of the ones I heard I know a lot of Oklahoma folks Mississippi and I'm sure there's some Louisiana folks definitely some Arkansas people yeah yeah you know that's Arkansas is closer to 
Beavers Bend than most people. There's most Oklahoma. Texans. A lot yeah. of Texans. Yeah, but it was a really good turnout. There was probably I'd, there were several thousand people there mm-hmm. for sure, just based on the the parking. There was hundreds of people at the same time shooting at the prime course just with us, you know, in the line. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. I enjoyed it. I've shot 3D before, but what was different about the Total Archery Challenge versus regular 3D, in my opinion, was they try to make the shots difficult, like or realistic. Like not even just realistic, but they try to make the shots where you like to to execute the shot well, you have to risk an arrow. It's like they put a in between a V of two trees. Oh, dude, those ate my lunch. There was there was two of them that uh that you had to shoot through V's. And granted, it was probably just headspace because like they weren't tough shots per se. Like, but uh, the V was small, so you probably had what like maybe six inches of clearance. Yeah. And so, uh, and how far? Like 50, 60 yards, probably. I know there was there was one where we shot it was like forty eight yards or something. Okay, yeah. That badger, the badger was the one I think about right now. We all three went through the, all four of us went through the V, and did well. But there was also that one we shot that was I think over fifty, where the dad and his kids were watching us, and like three of us hit the tree. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, so there was a lot of those, and I there's ways around it. Like you can step to the side of the target. And try to like sidestep if some you want of those cheat. complexity, but dude, if you're going to be out there doing a total archery challenge sort of thing, I understand if you're in your local league and you want to shoot for score. We were shooting for foam. If you hit foam, and it was so funny because it was like the universal scoring system across the course. Yeah. Like anyone, ever, like anybody, we had a group of six in front of us shooting at this moose at 94 yards, and every time one of them hit foam, they're like, "Yo, <laughs> like." They, everybody was just celebrating. It's it felt awesome because no one was caring if you hit it in the guts or the vitals. Like everybody was just pumped up if you were hitting foam. Because dude, those shots was were tough. tough. It was tough. I mean, I'm glad it was tough, but uh, air the missing arrows probably are lonely right now. Heck, they're not lonely. They're in a graveyard full of their own kind. What did there you was think? A lot, a lot yeah. of like missing arrows. You, for Easton, Gold Tip, Carbon Express, you guys are some suckers. For uh, they, uh, If they had booths at those places, they could have made all their money back. Think about it. There's probably a reason they do it at this time of the year, right? Because uh, people got to refresh on the marrows. Well, there's that, but uh, no one's really, like, per se thinking about, oh, let's go bow hunting. Like, no one really shoots their bows during, uh, like, early early spring and stuff like that like yeah usually late summer so i mean that would be a great way to like you know try to boost sales in the off season they do a really good job of it and i think the timing works out really well because no one would come during the season no during both season so that is true it's really nice and it's a good tune-up for people that bow hunt with for turkeys um we don't but it sounds fun i was I had a really good time. What did you think of the shots uh, that were, like, against the lake? So, to set this up, there was a bunch of targets that they sat against, the, like, the bank of the lake. And when you shoot, if you do not hit the target, but if you shoot Kiss low... arrow good. If you shoot low, it's rocks, right? Yeah. You shoot high, it's going into the water. It, and it's just like a do or die. You hit or you lose. What did you think of those ones? I like those. I like those. It put, it put more... Uh more stress on you because i mean kind of like you you already said uh you either hit it or you don't so uh, 
if you hit foam, it was a big, a bigger win than usual, you know, because then the other ones, it's just like, well, maybe I can find it. Not well, what'd you think? Uh, you, you shot that cougar in the head that oh, was against yeah. the lake. <laughs> so, uh, there was a cougar, uh, the, the animal kind. And, uh, we all shot and everybody did pretty decent. And, uh, but before anyone shot, I told Christian, I was like, hey, let's, uh, let's aim for the head, you know, better dollar or something. I mean, obviously we wouldn't take each other's money, but let's just try to aim for the head because we were, we were all feeling kind of hot. And, uh, I think you were, this was kind of when you were trying to figure out your, your sight. Yeah. Because your sight was shooting left and then you, you had to move it like in between shoots. And, uh, your first shot hit it like in the ear when we said we weren't going to shoot it in the head and then i think you bumped your sight there yeah did you bump it there i think so yeah I and think then it's uh and then uh we were like well he hit it in the head so i guess we all got to try it now and the, the other that the one random dude tried guy, it. yeah <laughs> i was trying to think of his name i can't think of it Dad, one of them was tyler and one of them was something i think we'll, we'll call him keith i don't know all right keith keith uh keith tried it and did he hit it no, but he went right over the top of it, mm. but he almost hit it, and it plinked right in the water. Yep, yep. And then, you know, your boy, you know, the freaking 3D assassin smoked it First right First time in the shooting neck. 3D. Hammered it. I need to look at these directions. Nice. We're chilling. It was fun. Like, overall, it was it was a great time. So, in Target, on Target, like, four or five, there, it was backed up just a little bit, and we'll call him Keith sees a gar like oh, yeah. he, like a gar swimming around like a submerged tree and he, he totally uh, sent an arrow at a gar I don't know what his plan was but he tried it he shot a shot and he missed it you could just tell that like he was a he was just one of those down home good old like good old boys cause like he was picking up random arrows and he's like oh this is a 230 spine I'm gonna keep this one and it's just like why, why even have those different assortment of arrows like if I had to use one word to describe his arrow bag, it'd be miscellaneous. There was a lot of different, like, oh yeah, a lot no. of different kind of arrows. He would like, he would like grab one and be like, oh wait, that's the wrong one. And it's like those look like the other ones, sorta. <laughs> and then he was like, well, that has a different spine. And it's just like, why, why even bring those? There was one, there was one shot. I think it might have been the shot where he shot at the cougar in the head, and he said, uh, he said, get my Walmart arrow. Like he yeah. had, he had like a designated I mean, arrow. I'm not, I'm not knocking those. No, but, I uh, wish I had more of yeah. them. I wish I had more of them. But I want. We should ask them like the number of uh, arrows he lost because he lost. He okay, lost at okay, least a okay. couple every single time. So this man, we all lost four. Me, you, Tyler, I guess we'll call him, mm-hmm. had lost four apiece. Granted, we were blessed because I found a lot of the ones that I missed. Mm-hmm. I should have lost all of them, but I found most of the ones that I missed for some reason. Even in weird situations. But then we looked at the end and look over at Keith's bag. And I remember when he started, there was a bundle. Oh, he had a oh, bundle, yeah. Probably 30, like 25 or 30 arrows, like a lot of arrows. He looked like he was traveling light on the way back. There was maybe 10 in there. And he picked up a couple along the way, just random arrows too. So I think he lost every bit but of it, uh, over a dozen. Most of the shots, I, I don't want to say most of the shots, uh, but 
there was there was quite a few that that were over seventy yards, and he and his max on his sight wheel was seventy, 70 yards. Yeah, so exactly. he, I mean, he had to do a lot of guesstimating, but I guarantee you, he lost more than a lot of the uh, trad people did. One of the one of the ones he he didn't bring a rangefinder either. Yeah, but I mean, everybody else had one, so no, it no, kind of worked out. No, no, no. But I'm talking about the target when he sh- when he just fully sent oh, it, yeah. and we, and <laughs> yeah. we said, hey, how far was that one? And he goes, I don't have a rangefinder. I don't know. And we're like, why did you shoot then? He's like, I don't know. I thought it was about 55 and ended yeah. up being like 68 yeah, or something yeah. like that right under it. That was funny. No, he was he was a good old boy. They were nice. They were super nice. I mean, they uh, obviously we didn't sign up with them. They weren't in our group. But uh, no, they were a duo. We were a duo. And then we're like right in the start of the prime course. We were like, hey, you know, because it was kind of backed up like on the very first target. We were just like, hey, do you care if like. My plan was like shoot the first or second one like with them, and then uh, that way like let them go. Yeah, yeah. Just try to get the line moving a little bit, and then uh, we just stuck together all throughout the course. They ended up being super nice though. I think it makes a lot of like in those situations you need to be shooting more than two yeah. people because but not six. No, we had a group in front of us at the end that was shooting six, and it was no, kind of an I, I honestly think it was more than six because it was like. Six or seven. Yeah, there was a lot. There's Six a or lot. seven, but we watched on one target, the 94-yard moose, we watched them shoot. I watched one guy shoot four times. One yeah, chick it, shoot three times. Which, I get it. And like, we take, shot twice Take your time and enjoy it, but there's a certain point where, like, if you have two groups waiting on you, behind you, it's just like, move on. Yeah, move on. Move on. I know it was a cool target. Like, like yeah, it was a cool target, but you know when it's time. <laughs> I really liked the big whitetail targets. There was a bunch of that muley one. That was sick. Yeah, I airmailed that one the first time. Well, I, but I, I can't believe that. I found my arrow. It was on the bank. See, I got lucky on I finding sent mine. Two. I, I hit it the first one, and then the second one, I was like, "Oh, I'm feeling it. Let's send it." And here, we talked about this all like like all on every single target. It's like, well, if you hit the first one, just one move and on. done. One move and done. on because the second one's probably not going to be that good good again. And then. uh of course, if you smoke if you smoke the first one, you're just like, oh man, I'm feeling it, you know. Let's sling another one. We got time. Airmail into a tree, ricochets, never to be found again. Yeah. So one of the things I was thinking about when we were leaving was, what the heck is the state of Oklahoma going to do to clean up all those motherfucking arrows? There was so many on the ground yeah. that people had left, and like on that last target of the day, there were arrows. 20 foot up in a tree because the canyon was in between. How are they going to get those motherfuckers they're out? Not. They're not. They're I think not. They're going to leave them. I think that's funny. On public land, like, you know how you, like, it's illegal to you use, like, screw-in steps or, like, a screw-in bow hanger or anything like that? Exactly. Well, this is a state park, and you're telling me that they can basically shoot bullets at trees, and then just be like, oh, it's all for good fun. It's like, okay. I thought it was interesting that they didn't give us, uh, like, any safety meetings or any safety regs, like, before we started. I understand it would have been hard to do, but it was, like, really it's up to you to decide when you start launching arrows and the other person's gone. And I feel like if a lot of people that haven't maybe shot 3D before, there were some times where we were standing down there when I was hearing arrows whizzing, not close to us, but 100 yards away, and I'm like, gosh, dang, that's kind of sketchy. Yeah, but then again, it's just like... You would you would think if, if if someone does this they'd be halfway smart or else they would run into a group that they would kind of catch on. I mean, yes. granted, I, I don't think 
hunting is for dummies, right? No, like, but there's a lot of them in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. A lot of them in it, everything. It was good though. I didn't. I didn't think people were being unsafe in any way, but I could see that being an issue if there was an absolute dummy. But it was. It was safe and it was fun, and the long range bombs. I really liked shooting the long range ones. It was. That was fun. We didn't have any shots over a hundred, but there were several that were ninety. Yeah, but I'm kind of glad because I mean, we really couldn't afford a. A. Uh, we would both be guessing. That's what. That's what I'm trying to say. I was guessing most of the time anyways on my site. <laughs> so uh, I was doing math on my site. Like if it was 42 yards, I was shooting it for like 51. Yeah. If it was like, say, 69 yards, I was shooting it for like 87. Like, And if it was 94, I was shooting it for what I thought was about 115. I My math was off. And so I was guesstimating every time. But... I can't believe I didn't lose that many arrows based on my guesstimate. Hey, my guesstimations are pretty close. Yeah, I was going to say, you're guesstimating, and uh, you lost just as many as me, and mine was mine was good. Next time I come back, I'm coming back with... Uh, with vengeance. With a vengeance, and I'm coming back with my bow dialed. And snacks, dude. I'm coming back with some freaking snacks. Like, I, I like, like they gave you plenty, plenty of chances for water, but that's one thing. I got hungry. <laughs> I was smashing that uh that honey barbecue beef jerky out there, oh, and yeah, I was you were. it was mm, delish, sweet baby rays. So let's say next year there's a uh, there's an attack in somewhere close to Oklahoma. W- would you go? I would love to go to attack somewhere close to Oklahoma. All three days. I, w- I would consider it. I would definitely do two. And, yeah. and I probably would do, depending on where it's at, I will probably would do three. I think it'd be awesome. And it's one of those things you definitely have to commit the whole day to it. That's one thing we said. It took us five hours to shoot. 25 uh, targets. The 25 targets, and you think, oh, it'll, there's no way. It's really just the log jam of people because people want to shoot a couple times. And I get it. We were shooting a couple times, too, on some targets. But, uh, yeah, I would definitely consider doing it again on a three-day pass i feel like it's doing one course a day is just enough for you to be able to sleep and come back and maybe do it again yeah if i did two in a day absolutely not that would be tough my legs are hammered right now it's really not even my legs my feet um it was it was rough it it feels like the only thing i can compare it to is it feels like those 12 mile scouting days we do in the summer um not quite that level of exhaustion but like I'd rather that's do what, this than do that yes but that's what my feet feel like okay. is like you know when you like get in the truck and you're like it feels like someone's been hitting me with a meat hammer yeah like the bottom of my feet they just get like soft that's what it feels like but gosh dang it was fun if you have any interest in shooting 3d or if you're just a bow hunter at all you should you should shoot the total archery challenge if it comes in your way what would you recommend what would you do different if uh if you were to redo this day knowing what you know now <laughs> I would make sure that my bow is completely dialed because you cannot change that when you're out there. It's and, tough. Yeah, and I think that would kind of ruin, uh, like, a little bit of the fun having to worry about, like, your bow. Not So, like, you trying to control yourself out on a shot, I feel like, is is more than enough already. Exactly. And so you add, you know, your bow not working properly, that would just kind of be irritating. One thing I would do again that I did this time is bring us back up release for you. Oh, shoot. Yeah, yeah I didn't think about that. Jake that had a little early. bit of a malfunction. That was like probably target 10. Eight. I if think it was that, around I think 10. it was like 5. 
No, we were past really? five. Yeah, we were because we were. Getting it was water. at the halfway point. Yeah. So like ten yeah, or twelve. Yeah, like ten or twelve. Yeah, that was that was scared, scary. I mean, I'd rather I'd rather the thing that happened happen than what I thought happened in the moment. So, uh, yeah, we we're at the halfway point where all the big water jugs are and stuff like that, and, and you can refill your water bag or whatever, and uh, range it, and it was like fifty-eight yards, something like that. And I go to draw back, and I'm almost. I'm almost to where it, it'll break over. I mean... Your bro's fixing a cam over and like yeah, the let-off's yeah. fixing a kick in. And then uh, all of a sudden, it just feels like my bow explodes. And I have no clue where my arrow went. I ended up finding it. It was Luckily, I was pointing it towards the target, so it went on the trail. But uh, my, uh, my release, the like clip part that, that clips to the D-loop... It came off of my wrist strap, and is that uh, what happened? Yeah, the material that kind of like puts holds yeah. the two together. So the release, where the release and the and the wrist strap connect, the stitching's ripped. Oh yeah. And so, uh, granted, I'm not gonna I'm I'm not even gonna say the brand because because uh, the release is ten years old. Yeah, yeah, it is a. I used the. It I is used a great it. Release. It's it's been put through heck, and it was time for a uh an upgrade years 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 ago it's but. one of the releases that my uncle bought me when i first got a bow like yeah. literally a dozen years ago or something so yeah i thought my uh, bow exploded luckily it was just a release and and uh luckily christy had an extra one that he was kind enough to let me borrow so it was in a similar condition it was also in a sketchy condition yeah 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 i would uh I was kind of shaky after that, like after, for the next couple shots. But uh, you know me, punching twelves all day long. Just smacking twelves. It didn't 12s. bother me that bad, I guess. Smacking twelves, tens, settling for tens, but yeah. smacking twelves. Yeah, and the other guy, uh, Tyler, I think it was his name. He he had a, a backup release too. They tried to offer Jake a back tension or a thumb <laughs> release, and it was hilarious. I was like, no, no, thank you. No, I don't. I don't want to lose any more arrows. No. I don't want to learn shooting at ninety-yard targets. It's not the time to no, learn. That ain't. That ain't it. But dude, he was telling me. I mean, this how you know he was like a nice guy because he offered me a ba- like his backup release and his backup release was like one hundred fifty bucks, and I was like, uh, "You're high." Exactly. Which he had like the what is it called Ultra View? Yeah, he shot the Ultra View back tension release. Uh, for you guys that like follow Crispy, he basically the release that crispy uses and helps develop um and it's a good release really good back tension release very different style of shooting um there's no punch in the trigger on those things but yeah he he was actually he was a fairly good shot tyler was a pretty good shot you could tell that he he shoots a little bit well the thing was is he had uh he he was using a v3 which (laughs) smart man v331 Uh, yes and he was like, "Oh yeah, that's my backup." Nah, we and, were like, "What? What's your what's your yeah. good one then?" And he was like, "V3X." And, and so, I mean, good for you, but that's that, that's kind of overkill, I think. And I asked him though. I did ask him. I said, "Is there anything different for from the V3X to the V3?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." He didn't specify, but he was like, "Oh yeah, definitely." You know what? Oh like, yeah, that's... definitely means that means I have to justify that I bought two of them. Exactly. There's exactly. there is some differences, but come on now. I don't think there's it's a difference. It's two inches different. There's not a difference. And if there is, 
congrats. I thought that was funny. He's like, there's definitely a difference. I enjoyed TAC, though. TAC was fun. It will uh, it will take it out of you, though. I'm I'm sure Jake's more tired than me because he woke up at 4 o'clock yeah, this morning. that is true. But I... Uh, I am wore out. I, I do not really want to take very more, more many more steps today after that. There was some people like, hey, if you guys hurry up, you know, and you're done. But, oh, my gosh, Amish. People sitting in the back. Was uh, it really? Yeah, they were sitting on the back. Good for them. Uh, there was people that were saying, yeah, if you hurry up and you get done before four, you can shoot another course. And I'm like, who? For what? Yeah. No, no, thank no. you. I'm good. This one course has beat me up enough. The only thing I'm searching for is a freaking food joint. Yeah, right now though, we stopped at a gas station, got some uh, crispitos and wings. Yeah, Hocha Town, you guys need to step up your fast food game. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I mean nothing, no fast food. It is what it is. It's okay though. It was fun. We, I enjoyed Beaver's Bend. It's the first time I've been down there where we weren't trout fishing. I feel like we're tired. I'm I'm pretty tired it's, now. They can probably tell because we're not like, oh hey. Let's go. Let's do the, uh, you know, we're pretty damn monotone. Yeah, we might end up shooting. We may shoot a video tonight. It depends how tired I am when I get out of the truck. I will, Here's my thing. What else will I do if I'm not going to shoot a video? Well, that's the thing. I I mean, whenever we get closer and if, and if uh, that, uh, I was about to say the name of the store. <laughs> didn't, ah. uh, if the convenience store right by uh, that piece of public is open, then uh run through grab me a bang I and think then that'll help then smash it out smash it out yeah well hey if you guys are listening to the podcast you listen to episode 87 Seven. which is what we literally just just put out the last episode this right, was this morning yeah right before we headed to tack um this one is recorded this evening and we hope so you guys you're getting it fresh out of the mind fresh fresh off the top fresh off the dome so uh, we don't know if these ones are very interesting, but we wanted to document them regardless. It was this is our first total archery challenge, hey, and you know what? It's a beautiful thing about America. You don't have to, you don't have to listen to it. Uh, Skip that's, it. That's very true. But uh, this is our first total archery challenge, and if uh, I hope this gave like, you guys a little bit of insight into kind of what it would be like if you guys didn't go to the one in Beaver's Bend or you want to go to one that's local to you, uh, it's pretty awesome. So you guys should do it. We would recommend. Out of ten. Dude, I I would say for a three D experience that I already knew I was gonna lose arrows, I would say it was it was like a nine. I wish they would have had a barbecue food food truck. I would have gave it a ten. Yeah, then. Well, I would have gave it a ten. They might have. We just really didn't explore. We didn't really have time to explore. Next time, I think we'll stay and wake up early and get there in the morning and get to go talk to yeah. all the booths and all that stuff. That's one thing I wanted to do a little more of was kind of walk around. But hell, they were already packing up when we got done. Yeah. So. It was fun. Would recommend. What would you? What score would you give it? Uh, I would probably say yeah. I mean, it, it's up there. I'd probably say nine. Granted, I don't. I don't have very many three D. This, this is Jake's first three D yeah, experience. Yeah. So. so I mean, it, it was it was really fun. It was really fun. Uh, yeah, I'd say nine, nine for sure. Well, thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. We'll be back at you soon with another episode. We're wrapping up this one talking about the Total Archer Challenge. Leave a rating and review, please. Talk to you later. See you later. Bye. 
Thank you guys so much for checking out the Hunter's Advantage podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcast, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to the podcast. Thank you guys so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.